From Jerusalem, this is Baruch Gartner with the Living Aligned Podcast. Teachings from the Hasidic Masters, providing the tools you need to live with greater vitality, connection, and joy. In 2008, there was a great real estate crash. I was acting as a messenger for somebody in real estate in Brooklyn, and I heard this amazing parable from David Abu Chatzera of Nahariya. He said that there was a man in a Manhattan office and working late at night, and somehow he got stuck in the office. He didn't know what to do because uh, everything was locked. He had a safe there, and he had a lot of cash, so he started throwing down $10 bills with the hope that somebody would see, you know, like money flying down and pick it up and look up and, and rescue him from being stuck there the whole night in his office. Slowly started throwing down bills and one by one people just walk by and they see a bill on the floor floating down and just kind of like pocket it and walk on. So because you know what, $10 bills is just not enough for people to pick their eyes up. Look where it's coming from, I'll throw down $100 bills. <laughs> he starts to throw down $100 bills, and the same exact thing happens. Nobody's looking up, nobody's paying attention, they're just pocketing the money and going on. So over in the corner there, there's a planter with this uh, like little tree with like pebbles. So he says, you know what, I'll stop throwing bills down and throw pebbles. The first guy gets a pebble on his head, hey, what's going on? That's what happens. Kodesh Baruch sends down tens, hundreds, and then he sees people aren't paying attention. Got to throw down little little rocks. People don't look up until they get it over the head. So if you feel like God's not being nice to you and you're angry with him, that's okay. I'm glad that you're mad. Because if you're mad, you might be open to hearing what I have to say. This is one of my favorite Torahs. I love this Torah. Says the Hedekar of Nachman, Hashem is above time, as it's brought down in the holy works. Meaning to say, there's two ways to understand this idea. Before creation, there was no time and space. So certainly, in his infinite aspect, Ein Sof of God is certainly above time. But even after creation, there is a concept of above time. As Rav Nachman will say, above time really means to be in the past, the present, and future at the same time, where the relevance of clock time doesn't really phase God. And this idea is something that's wondrous. It's impossible for human mind to grasp. But you should know the essence of a time is only because we don't understand meaning the smaller our mind is, the more time seems to be expansive. But for somebody who has really expansive mind, time becomes less and less important, and it actually gets to a place where it becomes insignificant. And we can see this in a dream. When the person dreams, his mental capacity goes away. And the only thing that's left is, is his power of illusion. A 15-minute dream can appear to be a 70-year story because it's all the illusion of the dream. And the Rav Nachman says, if you would whisper into this guy's ear and say, hey, you're just dreaming, he would say, get out of here. <laughs> what do you mean I'm dreaming? 
But for somebody who's awake, he knows that it's only 15 minutes. And when a person wakes up and his mind comes back to him, he realizes the 70-year story that happened in his dream was really just 15 minutes. This idea of a person sleeping and a person talking to his ear has levels and levels and levels because to the person who's awake, only 70 years is 70 years. But, says Reb Nachman, to somebody who's on a higher level, like a tzaddik, even our 70 years is only like a 15-minute dream, all the more so to God. We get to a level of consciousness that's so expansive that all time becomes insignificant. Just like in the parable, the 70-year story is really only 15 minutes, truthfully, be'emes, there's higher and higher levels of perception until we get to a level where time becomes insignificant. Now Rav Nachman changes gears, it appears, and he starts talking about Mashiach. And therefore we can understand something very deep about the Messiah. Well, the Gemara tells us has been around from the beginning as a very old soul. As the story goes, Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi had daily conversations with Elio Novi, and one day Yeshua ben Levi asked Elio Novi, when is Mashiach coming? Big question. Elio Novi said to Yeshua ben Levi, why don't you ask him? He says, yeah, I could ask him. He goes, yeah, go ask him. Says, Where is he? He's in the city of Rome, on the outskirts of the city. There's beggars. Well, how will I know which one he is? He's a very special beggar. All the other beggars have bandages because they don't have homes. They don't have a place to wash. They get cracks in their skins. When they change their bandages, they take them all off and they put new ones on. But the Mashiach's different. When he changes his bandages, he takes off one and replaces it right away. Why? He's always got to be ready at any moment. He knows that he could be called into action. So this is Mashiach. So the Mashiach is in Rome and he's so veil masha saval. He's suffering what he's suffering. Now, we never talked about this until now. Why is Rav Nachman mixing in this idea that the Mashiach's been around for a long time, longer than anybody, and he's suffering more than anybody? And in the end, Hashem's going to activate the button and he's going to tap Mashiach on the shoulder and he's going to say, Biniata, you are my son. Ani hayom Today I have given birth to you. Says Rabbi Nachman, this is a big wonder. What's the wonder? How could it be that a person who's been around for thousands of years, one day Hashem's going to say, today I've given birth to you. The reason that it's going to appear like today he's born, God willing by us too today, will hear this message and we will activate the part of us, which is this high consciousness that's going to make everything as if it was nothing. And we actually needed all of this in order to gain this consciousness. All of this is because of the great consciousness that Mashiach is going to attain then. Over and over, Rav Nachman uses the word us, then. There's a big secret in the word. Aleph, Zion, us. Aleph, Lamalami, Zion. The one that's above the seven. Seven represents the world, and Aleph, Lamalami Zion, is the consciousness that's above the world. 
when Hashem activates this consciousness, and I would like to add in specifically because of the suffering, then everything that transpired from the beginning of time until that moment, it will all be as if it was insignificant, as if the Mashiach was born today, today specifically, because today is the aspect of living in the present moment, which is the past, the present, and the future altogether. That's where Hashem is. That's where we want to be. It's specifically through time that we suffer, and it's specifically through the suffering that we're going to attain that high level of consciousness. We're going to be able to transmute the suffering and turn it into consciousness. Always stay connected and subscribe now to the Living Align Podcast.